if somehow, some way, I was able to hack The Rock's computer and I got his exact workout plan and his exact nutrition plan down to the sets, the reps, the weights, down to the carbs, the proteins, and the cheat meals, and I were to gather up all that information and I was to leak it to the internet, there's a very good possibility that with the star power of The Rock, that information goes viral. What is up, my beautiful people? Welcome back to the Made to Excel Fitness Podcast, the fitness podcast for you, by you. I'm your host, as always, Mark Torres. Today is episode number 44. It is Monday, February 15th. Welcome back to the show. I took a little bit of a break. Uh, I took a lot longer of a break than I ever anticipated. It was supposed to be like two, three weeks, maybe four at the max, Um, but things kept coming up had some technical difficulties the break turned into five six seven eight weeks depending on uh you know when the last time the actual podcast came out um but things just kept happening but um hopefully those watching on youtube things look a little bit different for you guys um christmas was good to me this year that's how long it's been since i recorded a podcast episode the last time i actually sat down and recorded was prior to christmas um obviously these are recorded in advance so episodes came out after Christmas, but that was the last time I sat down and recorded. So it's been a very, very long time. For Christmas, I got a couple of new Funko Pops. I got uh, The Rock right here, because who doesn't love The Rock? I got Beetlejuice right here. Those of you guys who listen to the show with some regularity know about my affinity for all things horror. Uh, Obviously got the Abbey Road shirt, but horror style. You know, so I had to switch up the setup a little bit. was running out of space. Obviously, I've got a ring light that was also a Christmas gift from Santa. So hopefully, the lighting here looks much, much better. Much, mucho, mucho professional. Um, That was, I don't know if that was a weird mix between Spanish and Portuguese. I don't know what happened there. Uh, But hopefully, you know, over time, starting to create this little makeshift podcast studio without spending a million dollars. Slowly but surely, those things are coming. Uh, Obviously, if you do not watch the show and you listen on audio only on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. First and foremost, thank you for tuning in. It means the world to me. But I'm trying. I got a new microphone. You can see it right here. That's kind of where the technical difficulties stem from. Um, But it's been so long that I just decided to make a podcast episode with this old microphone. This old microphone is pretty decent. Uh, But you know, when I listen to my podcast in the car compared to other podcasts, it definitely sounds a lot different. Um, and, you know, for those of you guys who may not know this, a lot of these microphones are created to go into a soundboard, and that soundboard goes into the computer, and there's a whole bunch of crazy editing software, and there's a whole bunch of setup that I'm just not trying to get into right now. The Made to Excel Fitness podcast is a little bit janky, so I plug in a microphone into my phone, I record it on my phone, I edit it, extract the audio, upload it, that's it. That's the whole process. So, um, you know, finding a microphone that fits into a phone is pretty difficult as it stands, uh, and the lightning port on my phone is a little bit loose right now. Um, You know, things don't plug in there uh, very easily, so the microphone connection is not that great, so I have not been able to figure out the new microphone connection as of yet. So the podcast looks better. Does the podcast sound better yet? No, but I'm working on it. Hopefully I get my lightning port fixed this weekend. Hopefully so by the time you listen to episode 45, things sound fantastically much better. Hopefully, I don't even know what the microphone sounds like because I haven't been able to try it. So, um, you know, things are on the up and up here at the Made to Excel Fitness Podcast. Exciting, exciting stuff. But without too much dilly-dallying, let's get into today's podcast episode, which is obviously 
all about the grind. It's all about working hard, working harder than your competition. If you don't have competition, it's working harder than yourself, maybe working above and beyond even the means that you thought you could. Um, it's all about working extremely hard. Um, and you know, some people just say less is more, and I don't necessarily understand where that kind of saying came from because obviously more is more. If you want to binge watch an entire show in a couple of days, you've obviously got to commit to sitting your ass in front of a TV for hours at a time. Obviously more is more. So I don't understand where the less is more concept came from. So um, this idea of grinding and working hard is beautifully and profoundly fucking bullshit. Gotti! <laughs> Gotti! <laughs> Um, hopefully I buried the lead there a little bit more so than I usually do uh, a lot of the myth busting episodes that I do I'm like saying one thing and it's very obvious that I mean another hopefully I juked you guys out a little bit here um, this idea of the grind and working hard there's nothing inherently wrong about it there's nothing uh, inherently bad about it but I think it has its flaws and hopefully I'll talk about uh, and I'll explain these things in today's podcast episode um, and this is where I might start to lose you guys a little bit right who knew that Mark was a lazy piece of shit? <laughs> um, but, you know, those of you guys who know me in my day-to-day -day life outside of this podcast know that if I'm not working and I'm not podcasting, I'm probably watching TV. So there is definitely a grain of truth to that. I do enjoy my downtime. But I think when we talk about grinding, there's a very distinct difference between hard work and grinding. Hard work is obviously inevitable, right? Uh, things that are worth having typically don't come easy. I'm sure there are probably instances where uh, something of value kind of just shows up um, unannounced, unexpectedly, but that's very few and far between, right? People that win the lottery, uh, they go from a very shitty situation to a very good situation. A lot of those people that win the lottery don't necessarily know what to do with that money and they kind of lose the money anyways. Um, but that's an instance where like, you know, there wasn't any hard work involved, I guess, you know, working hard in order to buy the lottery ticket, you can make that sort of connection there. But it's literally like, you know, you didn't do anything for that money aside from buy the ticket. Um, and that, you know, that money, that lump sum of money just falls into your lap. But that very rarely happens. A lot of times you got to work hard to get to the points in life where you want to be at. But that's very distinctly different from grinding. Grinding is about going above and beyond. Um, you know, so I think this idea of grinding was really perpetuated, uh, perpetrated, perpetuated by social media, right? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, LinkedIn, no matter what it is, it's all about flexing for the gram, right? I'm not old, but I felt very old saying that. Uh, it's all about showing off on Instagram, right? Uh, Instagram in particular because probably the most popular of the social medias right now but uh, social media all across the board right it's all about showing parts of your life that you want people to see right very rarely do people show their flaws very rarely do people show their downfalls and their failures there are definitely people out there that try to be ultra transparent but it's definitely not the norm people show you on social media what they want you to see right a lot of times it's like look at my new house Look at my new car. Look at this new watch that I bought. Look at the vacation that I'm on, right? It's all about showing off. And they'll say things like, you know, if you work hard, you too can have this stuff. And they're selling a pipe dream. Not that it's maybe necessarily wrong. Not that they're maybe necessarily lying to you. Of course, there is a part of hard work and grinding, let's say, that can improve your position in life. But for most people, for 99% of people, in fact, you're probably not gonna get to the point where you have a Bugatti sitting in your driveway. It's just not in the cards. 
for most people. That's why there's a rich 1% of the entire world, right? All of the wealth that is in this, I don't know if it's the world or the country, belongs to 1% of people. So the other 99% of people fall outside of that, right? It's very rare that you can get to that point uh, where the grind is really, you know, worth it, right? Not worth it, but the grind is really going to pay off and have dividends to that extent, right? Um, so I think a lot of it was perpetuated by social media. And I think maybe even taking it a step further, one of the main innovators of the grind, and I'm not throwing shots here, this is not in any way, shape, or form a criticism of this person, but uh, I think a big person that has pushed this idea of grinding is Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V for short, if you've heard of him. Um, he was really popular a few years back, not that he's not doing his thing now, he's probably still well on his way towards buying the New York Jets, but Gary Vaynerchuk really, a couple of years ago, if you saw any sort of business videos or motivational videos, it was probably Gary V. Um, and he's a big guy that, you know, is very into working harder than your competition, right? If your competition, wherever your field is, let's say you're a person who sells clothing, if one clothing store opens at eight o'clock, you open at seven o'clock, right? You have an extra hour of business, you have an extra hour, maybe you don't open the store if you have a store, but maybe you're working on stuff an hour earlier than what your competition is doing, right? You're getting a leg up on that person. And of course, you know, depending on what avenue you're in, those things are gonna look and manifest itself in different ways, right? So he's a big person uh, that's very into this idea of the grind. But I think when you look particularly at Gary Vaynerchuk's story, you realize that there are two variables in his story that create this nice harmonial blend, this beautiful harmonious blend of things that allow him to be really, really um, well-suited for this idea of the grind. So uh, first thing, the first variable for Gary Vaynerchuk is he had a predisposition to be successful in his field of business, right? He was always an entrepreneurial person, even as a young kid. He would go to garage sales and find things for cheap that still had value and flip them. He was constantly selling things, constantly being salesman. He always had this entrepreneurial spirit. He always had this business mind that obviously translated well into his adult life and into his business life uh, and into his wealth and finances and all those things, right? Obviously that boasts well for uh, somebody in that field. So he had a predisposition to already be successful. Secondly, his parents immigrated to the United States and they started a wine shop. Once Gary V was old enough to get involved in his parents' wine shop, it just so happened to be and coincide with the rise of the internet, right? The internet, depending on how old you are listening to this episode, uh, if you're a little bit older and you were around for the beginning of the internet, you know what the internet was way back at its inception. For those of you guys who may be younger listening to this episode, the internet used to be dial-up, right? You couldn't be on the phone and on the internet at the same time because those connections were the same, right? They interrupted each other. Um, if you were to go to a web page, let's say you went to YouTube.com, which obviously YouTube didn't come to way after, like 2006 or something like that, but imagine YouTube was there at the beginning of the internet and you typed in YouTube.com on your keyboard. There's a big monitor, a big tower, right? This whole thing, it's not, now it's all on your phone, but you would type in youtube.com, you would wait a minute, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes for youtube.com to finally show up. Nowadays, if you wait four seconds for YouTube to show up, you're like, is the internet down? Is the Wi-Fi? do I gotta unplug the router, right? We live in a day and age of instant gratification. Four seconds feels like an eternity. So back then the internet was a barren wasteland um, and I think 
if you've read the book uh, by Malcolm Gladwell, uh, it's called Changes. I could be completely making this up. I'm going to pop it in here because um, I don't remember the title as of right now. I should have looked at it, meant to look at it before, but here I am now. I'm not going to cut it. Uh, but in this book, Malcolm Gladwell talks about this idea that some people are just born with opportunity, right? The top coders and the top um, tech savvy people in the world, they were all born within a very uh, small frame in time. And that frame in time just so happens to coincide with the birth of making coding easy, right? It used to be very difficult. You had to rent time on a computer uh, and it got to be very expensive. Once those regulations were off those computers and coding got to be uh, a little bit more accessible to more people, that's where a lot of these people started to thrive and they started to be able to code and that's why you see a lot of these top successful people in the tech world were all born within a span of a few years right they had the perfect opportunity at the perfect time just so happened to coincide with each other and they had an opportunity to do something great gary vaynerchuk was in that exact same position he was coming up in his business at the exact time that the internet was starting to pop off um I'm sure there was plenty of people, maybe in his very own neighborhood, who had well-established wine shops that were doing fantastically. But depending on how long they were there, depending on their view on life, depending on their age, let's say they were a little bit older, they might have looked at the internet as a fad, right? This is something that's gonna come and go. Nothing's ever gonna come of it. There's no reason for me to try to sell wine online. It's not gonna happen. Gary Vaynerchuk just so happened to coincide with the beginning of the internet and he said, we can take this wine shop that my parents have and sell wine online. Therefore, he greatly and vastly um, improved, not improved, but increased the size of his potential client base, right? It's no longer the people that are within driving distance of his parents' wine shop. Now it's every single person that ever wants to buy from them can do it, right? No matter where they are, no matter if they're in Minnesota, no matter if they're in Los Angeles, no matter if they're in Texas, no matter if they're in Florida, no matter if they're in New Jersey, doesn't matter where they are, they can get Gary Vaynerchuk's wine, right? And eventually probably that went global, right? So it didn't matter what country you were in, you were able to buy his wine, right? His client base, his potential um, people to buy his wine greatly expanded, right? So he had a predisposition by being an entrepreneurial spirit to begin with and a perfect opportunity. And those two things created a beautiful, harmonious blend that allowed him to grind within those two circumstances in order for him to eventually become the person that he is today. Media mogul, has an advertising company, uh, has aspirations to buy the New York Jets, right? Those two things worked very well for him. Um, and that's not to say that you guys very well may not be in that same position, but let's say you're not maybe predisposed to being a business person, but you want to start a business. That's not something that's going to come overnight, right? You want to start a business, but you don't really have any great ideas right now at the moment. It's not like you can wake up earlier than your quote unquote competition and just dedicate time to thinking of a business idea. That's typically something that kind of comes on a day-to-day -day basis, something that you see a need for, uh, something that you have a passion for. These things kind of come over time. I don't think that waking up and grinding for a person who wants to start a business but doesn't have any ideas is maybe necessarily going to help them. Um, also, I think having an opportunity is super important. If there are no avenues for you to attack right now, grinding isn't going to help you. Once you find that avenue, yeah, you can hit the ground running and start to attack those things with the ferocity that you want to. And obviously, um, with that come what may, as you attack it, 
you know, the more successful you can possibly be, but you have an idea, you have a lane to go down, you're not just grinding aimlessly, right? Uh, and obviously, I'm talking about this a lot in the business sense. And obviously, you guys out there listening might be like, yo, this is the made to excel fitness podcast, what does this have to do with fitness? I'm about to get there in a second. So obviously, there's a beautiful harmonious blend that makes the grind much I'm not going to say simpler. I'm not going to say easier because I don't think it's ever easy no matter what, but it gives you definitely a clearer vision as to where to go instead of just aimlessly grinding. But even something like fitness, right? My boy, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, obviously he grinds in a fitness aspect and he grinds in a business aspect. Um, In a fitness aspect, one thing, he's predisposed to just loving fitness, right? He's got a good fitness background. He's got an athletic background. Pair that with the fact that he has an opportunity to get paid millions of dollars in order to look a certain way, that makes it very easy for him to wake up in the morning and spend two hours in the gym working out, right? He's got the shirt, being the hardest worker in the room, and that's fantastic and that's great, but that might not necessarily be everybody's lane, right? That works for him because of the predisposition that he has and the opportunity. I talked about this in the first ever YouTube video I think that I ever did after starting the Made to Excel Fitness brand and YouTube channel. And I talked about the fact that if somehow, some way, I was able to hack The Rock's computer and I got his exact workout plan and his exact nutrition plan down to the sets, the reps, the weights, down to the carbs, the proteins, and the cheat meals. And I were to gather up all that information and I was to leak it to the internet, there's a very good possibility that with the star power of The Rock, that information goes viral, goes absolutely viral, gets seen by millions and millions and millions and millions of people. But the actual amount of people that could feasibly follow his plan step by step by step the same way that he does it is astronomically small because what he does is on a level that is extreme compared to what most people can and should be able to handle right he does a lot of work he does a lot of workouts he eats a lot of calories most people depending on you know if you have a good predisposition to working out you have a good base of fitness you're maybe farther along the path in terms of like um uh, uh, you know, skill level in terms of like being an advanced lifter, maybe you're a little bit better off to following the rocks workout program. But if you're a complete beginner, that's plans never going to work for you. It's way too much, way too quickly. Right. So grinding in that manner and saying, all right, I'm a beginner. I've got a new year's resolution. Obviously it's February by the time you listen to this, but I've got a new year's resolution. Uh, you know, I want to gain a ton of muscle. I'm going to start by doing the rocks workout program you're probably not gonna be able to do it for more than a week, let's say, right? There's been multiple YouTube videos of people even trying to eat like The Rock and they can't do it. It's just way too much, right? You've gotta be uh, in a good position in order to do something like that to the extent that he does it. Outside of fitness, obviously he's has a great grinding for, uh, outside of fitness, he has a great grind for business as well. He makes a ton of money. He's one of the most, or he is the most top paid actor in all of Hollywood. I think the trade-off for that is he probably doesn't see his family as much, right? So the grind is great, but the grind definitely does take a toll on you, right? If you find a position in order for yourself to grind, you've got that predisposition and you've got the opportunity, that's fantastic. But you've got to also think about the downfall of that, right? Right now, if you were to ask yourself, if I could trade places with The Rock for the rest of my life and I could live his life, but that meant that I could not see my family outside of maybe one time per year, let's say Christmas, would you make that switch? 
for those of you guys out there, there might be some of you guys out there that you're not particularly close with your family and it's a very easy split second decision. Yeah, I wanna be The Rock. I don't talk to my family all that often anyways. I don't need to see them. But for those of you guys who have a big family emphasis, grinding and working hard like The Rock and switching places with him, if that means not seeing your family hardly ever, is not a decision that you would make, right? Sure, you would have millions of dollars. Sure, you would have all the fun toys. Sure, you would have all the recognition but you couldn't see your family, so what's the point, right? So there is a give and there's a take, right? You can grind, you can work hard towards the things that you wanna do, you can probably and possibly achieve those things depending on your circumstances, but there's a setback as well, right? So I'm a huge, big, gigantic proponent of balance, right? Uh, and really the main reason why I wanted to make this episode was because I follow obviously a lot of uh, fitness accounts on Instagram and some of them are just people, but some of them are gyms in its entirety, right? So uh, there's one particular gym that I follow that really is catered to really high level athletes, right? So it's not like uh, gen pop people that are um, looking to lose a little bit of weight, looking to gain a little bit of muscle, just generally live a healthier lifestyle, right? These are people that go to this gym that want to get bigger, faster, stronger, as quickly and as efficiently as possible to have an edge on their competition, whether or not they're playing basketball, baseball, gymnastics, tennis, no matter what, right? Really high level athletes. So this particular gym, they had a job listing and they said, looking for a uh, coach that has this qualification, this certificate, this degree, blah, 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 blah. And that's all fine and dandy, right? When you're working with high level athletes like that, of course, you've gotta be an intelligent person. So all of that's great. But at the bottom it says, must be willing to work long hours, must be willing to work morning, day and night, weekends, holidays, the whole shebang. And I was like, holy shit that is a lot of commitment, right? And for some people, that's gonna be an easy thing, right? Like I said, uh, if you were to trade places with The Rock because you're not particularly close with your family, that's an easy decision for you to make. If you're a person who's single, doesn't really have any attachments anywhere, uh, you live kind of a nomad lifestyle, um, that might be an easy decision for you to make where you can spend a lot of your time in a gym working, and I'm sure that has great dividends at the end, right? I'm sure you make a ton of money. Uh, I'm sure you're gonna be well off in life. But for some people, that sacrifice is not the same. That sacrifice is not worth it. That is a huge sacrifice. And unfortunately, that's just the way that the fitness um, landscape kind of lends itself to, right? You're catering to people that work nine to five jobs. You're gonna be very busy early on. You're gonna be very busy later on in the day. You're gonna be very busy on the weekends when people are not working. Um, you know, So that kind of comes with the territory a little bit, but that's a big ask, right? All day, <laughs> all night, every single day, no matter the day. Um, is a big gigantic ask so i was like man that's that's a grind right there absolutely is that something that i would do maybe not that's a lot um and another thing was uh one of the people that comes to the gym pretty often he comes up to me and he says so what is your split like what's your workout look like and i said oh i typically do uh x y and z doesn't matter um but i haven't been doing that in a little while uh you know my workouts have actually been pretty few and far between uh haven't been on too big of a groove here lately i've been missing a lot of workouts uh you know i'm not really doing you know a whole lot in terms of working out right now and he said huh that's weird do you not feel guilty about that i said what what would i feel guilty about that for um and i understand where he was coming from i didn't actually say that but in my mind i was like you know what why why would i feel guilty about that right uh circumstances arise right 
scheduling doesn't work out um you know i know that in my particular position in my particular situation it's gonna be different for everybody the schedule that i'm kind of dealing with right now is not going to be my schedule forever it's going to change eventually i don't know when that change is going to happen because of covid but eventually my time will free up again and i'll be able to work out fantastically so trying to weather out the storm now and trying to do what i can when i can works for me right i don't necessarily have to feel guilty right i don't have to try to force myself to be within the grind that i was in before i think i just spit at the camera that's sorry <laughs> um i don't have to work to try to be within the grind that i was before just to you know keep up with my schedule that i had before right it's just not going to work i'm trying to fit square pegs into round holes it's just never going to happen right so um you know trying to force myself i shouldn't feel guilty about that you shouldn't feel guilty about that right your circumstances are unique to you your situation is unique to you uh no matter what the case is right finding a particular situation where it is easy for you to do it is sustainable for you to do is going to be much more important than trying to grind right so instead of waking up one day kind of like the rock situation and saying you know what I got to build a ton of muscle, so let me just hop right onto the Rocks workout program. Instead of doing that, instead of saying, I'm going to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and I'm going to lift before work four days a week, five days a week, knowing damn well that you're not going to do this a month from now because it's too much work, do something that's sustainable for you right now. If you can only work out one day a week, work out that one day a week and make that one day a week your workout a religion, right? It's not a lot. You're not going to make a ton of progress very quickly. You will absolutely take steps in the right direction. But our small steps in the right direction are better than no steps in the right direction, right? So make that one day a week your religion. Once you can start to build on that, then you're in a really good position. But kind of starting to try to grind and fall back off the wagon and trying to grind again and fall back off the wagon and trying to grind again and falling back off the wagon. I think you guys get the gist of it at that point. It's not doing you any favor. So uh, this idea of the grind... Some of you guys are predisposed to be really successful and have the opportunity to find yourself a nice groove and grind within that groove, especially in a business sense. I think it's easier and it's a little bit more clear to see in a business sense. Uh, actually, a little bit, yeah, that's fine. A little bit clearer to see in a business sense um, and easier to make that decision versus um, the fitness side, right? Very rarely are people going to be successful in the grind when it comes to fitness, right? I think it's a little bit more lenient on the business side. Of course, there's always something that you can be doing, right? If you have a business and your business is not doing well, but you're spending five hours a day, six hours a day watching TV, of course, that time can be spent doing other things. But in terms of fitness, it's not the same, right? Grinding in terms of fitness usually doesn't work out well. Um, usually, you know, leads you down a path of, like I said, doing really good for a little bit falling off doing really good for a little bit falling off you're stuck on that roller coaster nobody likes the roller coaster so find something that's going to be sustainable for you i've said this a lot during the course of this podcast but um you know sort of this blind fealty and loyalty to the grind rise and grind being the hardest worker in the room doesn't necessarily have merit all the time so that's just something to be aware of uh that actually wraps up today's podcast episode it feels good to be back uh but that's it hopefully microphone situation gets worked out hopefully this podcast looks and sounds better than it usually does uh but that's it for me that's it for you guys for this week uh i appreciate and love every single one of you 
that takes the time to listen to my goofy ass every single week. <laughs> I appreciate. Love you guys. See you in the next one. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Made to Excel Fitness Podcast, the fitness podcast for you, by you. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, consider hitting the subscribe button wherever you're watching or listening on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. New episodes come out every single Monday morning. So hitting the subscribe button ensures that you don't miss out on any new episodes. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you feel so inclined, please leave a five-star review. It helps others find the show. If you're on YouTube, leave a comment, leave a thumbs up, hit the little bell, lets you know when new videos come out. Follow me on social media, on Instagram at MTE Fit, on Facebook at made to excel fitness Email me at made to excel fitness at gmail.com. Let me know if there's anything that you guys want me to discuss on the show. It is, in fact, the fitness podcast that is for you, by you. I appreciate every single one of you guys that takes the time to listen to me on your Monday morning, wherever you are. I appreciate you all. Thanks for listening. What's up, Mark? How you doing, man? Hunter Henry, LA Charger tight end. Uh, best big time shout out to your uh, fitness podcast, the Made to Excel Fitness Podcast. So um, super cool, man. Got a lot going on. Bolt ganger, don't bang. <laughs> <laughs>